Hi everyone, uh, Rory here. I'm, I'm taking the podcast on today, uh, joining Carl, Tom, and our guest today is Josh. So uh, we're going to be talking about all what things of South Africa. Uh, yeah, yeah. Josh, introduce yourself to everyone. I'm Josh Minhinik, and uh, we played games in 2019 at Worlds. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm just going to sort of try and give everyone a background about South Africa because obviously no one knows about South African games and stuff. So, um, so first thing is like obviously the numbers in South Africa are obviously are very small because it's quite it's reasonably new in South Africa, isn't it? Games yeah. in terms of the grand scheme of things. Like we've we've been doing it over here since the whatever 1940s when it first started. So obviously compared to Britain, it's 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 quite new. So do you know roughly when it sort of started in South Africa, and do you know sort of roughly how many you can compete there at the moment in South Africa? Um, in the Western Cape, we at our last uh, competition or get together, as we're calling it at the moment, for COVID's sake, um, we got uh, twenty-five people, which is not bad for the Western Cape. Um, oh. Not quite sure what's happening in other provinces, um, competition-wise, um, but we're not competing yet. Um, we're trying to get it up and running, but. Uh, it's taking its time. <laughs> Rory just mentioned like when, like when were you sort of trying to figure out when it started? Like in South yeah, Africa. I know um, in Cape Town, I know Danny Vinay was quite involved in, in like starting it there because she used to ride for KZN. Um, I'm yeah, not too sure when that was. See, my little issue is I've only been playing for a couple of years now. So Kyle and Tom have been around longer than me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think the last time I remember, I think I saw you, Josh, was, I want to say it was that 2019 season. I think it was at Dallas Burston at the British Championship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think the yeah. first time I probably, probably met you was probably there. Um, yes, yes. So, yeah. I think so. But um, the interesting thing about sort of South African riders is obviously here um, we're going to grow up with games. I feel like South, African, South Africans have a sort of natural, on the whole, natural sense of horsemanship. Would you agree with that? Um. Yeah, I reckon we're pretty, we're all right. I mean, uh, it's getting, it's growing, it's growing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome. And the yeah. other thing I wanted to wonder about was obviously, so our British season runs, oh, we, obviously COVID-wise, we've been delayed the last two years, so it started like later, but usually yeah. it starts sort of March, end of March, April, then runs through to kind of September. So what, what kind of date yeah, do you yeah. normally run in South Africa? Um, I mean, our it's it's really tough because last year when I were, well no twenty nineteen I was overseas most of the time of course yeah and then I think I only competed a year and a half before that right. in South Africa so <laughs> I'm not actually quite sure when the season starts and ends <laughs> to be honest but uh, we're trying to get it started now because I want to try and get it on a similar time to the rest of the world really yeah uh, it makes it easier. Is the main thing though, like um, temperature-wise, is it, is, isn't it the other way, other way around for you guys? Isn't it really hot the other way around? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, we we in winter yeah. now. Yeah. So, so whilst yeah. we're in the summer, yeah. you're in the winter. So presumably, like now, you wouldn't be competing. I know because you, you would compete in the winter, wouldn't you? Because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's summer, it. summer all year for us. Is it pretty much. No, it's yes. all year. It's all year. Yeah. <laughs> is there like times when it's just too hot to like actually compete though um, we, do, we do compete in those times 
there. Uh, yeah, so, so I don't, I don't think we've ever stopped from because Say that again? It's different in the Western Cape, like where we are, there's uh, like the horse sickness season where the horses all get vaccinated and they need like two months off, but they don't have that yeah. disease where Josh is from, so uh, the situation's a bit different. Yeah, the African horse sickness. Yeah, so there's no reason why the Western Cape can run shows all, all year. Where's the where's, uh, yeah. perfect previous, thing to talk about? The horse out, yeah, previously, previously, I think um, the the committee who was running it down here was running like once every month or once every second month. So it wasn't like a very, it was more of an all year because we didn't have it every weekend. Yeah, so we're course. trying to get it. We really are trying to get it more regularly down here because we've got a lot of potential down in in like the colored communities, which is the um, are they underprivileged. Yeah. And uh, they are, they actually uh, found some flipping good riders down there. And it's just, it's really good to watch them find games the way I found games. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome that you're sort of trying to get sort of more people involved as well. Because, um, like, like, like I say, obviously we've had Tom and Carl and Meg all over here for now for two seasons and then they sort of getting used to the sort of yeah. British um, competition. So to, to, to increase South Africa's sort of profile even more, it would be great to get more people that compete over yeah. there and then come over here at some point and do and compete. It would be great. Yeah, it's a good selling point, definitely. I've been using it. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about, uh, like, sort of, Josh has said, like, he doesn't really know. He's only been in games for, like, he competed for, like, a year and then he spent a year in Ireland. Um, yeah. I think... Because I was like, well, games back home was much like quite the same, like all the same people. And then I went, I moved to the UK, I went home for Christmas and this random Oak Joshua Menhenik or whatever his surname is, uh, he's like flipping, I think you placed third or something ridiculous at that SA Champs. You were like from never having known who he was in my life, he then like a final, like riding extremely competitively. So he literally like picked up games and he's just been killing it. Well, that's right what there. I thought when I was like, when I was asking that. Like, I couldn't believe he's only been doing it a few years because I remember when I saw you at British um, it, it, uh, British champs. I remember what, I was only really really saw you ride, and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have wouldn't have said that you've only been doing games for a couple of years at, at that point. That's pretty mental. Well, what's what's quite interesting is there's uh, Jim Corner games over here, which is actually very similar. And it's like the farmers used to get together and compete um, to see who, whose horses were the best. And it was all about, well, they did a lot of flat racing, but then they did bending poles and they did like we do mug shuffle or three mug. They called it just an Afrikaans direct translation, really. So, so tell us uh, what they I call it, Josh. Buddha sport. That's a Buddha sport, Jimkana. So oh, it's Black and um yeah blokini emmer and it's just quite literal translations where you're taking a, a tin and putting it on a stick so it's tin on the sticks it's just <laughs> but great. it's like there's a few where they used to tie up uh, a long rope across the end of the field and then everyone would line up and there's strings tied with oranges hanging on them and you'd run up and have to pick one, and the first one across the line on the way back wins, really. So cool. I played those games for ages. And then 
after that, you obviously go into other disciplines because you don't really ride your ponies that much. And then I uh, got introduced to games and got to ride my ponies again. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I suppose that sort of hand-like coordination then you would have had straight away and it was just sort of basically learning the kind of yeah. intricate ins and outs of it because you, you had the raw ability for it, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, mounted games is almost like a, it's a more, it's just got better guidelines, rules. You know more about exactly what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do. So it just makes it, it's it's basically the same. I just think it's more of a older version of it. Yeah. Because we have the Darling Jim Carney in the small town where I live, and it's a 90, 95. Nine, oh, it's the 96th anniversary this year, yeah. annual Jim Connor. So it's been going for a while. And, the, and the, yeah. That's so, madness. Uh, it's, Sorry, I'm I that think, people. yeah, it's, it's a part of a lot of the, the kids down here's like joy of the year almost because they get to bring their horses and, and ride and have fun. So we, we did what we've been doing recently is, we do half of the games is the old Jim Connor games. And then we say, all right, can we show you our mounted games? And then we're starting to get them into it. And then since everyone's gone overseas, then you can say, well, you can see the sport can take you places if you're willing to try. And yeah. then it's, it's, even though there's not any money in it, it's not about that. It's about the sport itself and uh, what you're willing to do for it. That's awesome. That's an awesome way of putting it, really. That's great. I'm, I'm, I'm still sort of sort of stunned by the 96 years of that Jim Carter you mentioned. That's that's yeah. incredible. I mean, I, we've obviously we've got you know Jim Carter's over here, like everywhere, you know, country little country fairs and whatever. There's always little Jim Carter's going on, but I can't, I couldn't tell you that there's been one going that long. No way. That's incredible. Yeah, it's been ages, but it, it's because the farmers in this community over here they all bred their own horses. And they all worked their livestock with the horses. And then they would come at, well, I think it was October every year, they'd get together and we'd all compete. And I think in 2010, uh, I was under, I think I was 14, but I rode under 16 and I won the, the Victor Ladorum. And well, for me back then, that was <laughs> pretty huge, but um, awesome. it was, it was good fun because, um, you, I had to go up to the under 16s to be able to win the Victor Ladorum. And then and then there's actually there's loads of other games. There's like uh Pop the Balloon and the all the officials or parents would hold a big rope in a circle and then everyone has a balloon tied to your back and then all the horses go into the um circle and then you have to pop the balloons with your bare hands. Oh my and god! The last so one standing, like riding after each other, just trying to pop each other's balloons, kind of thing. Yeah, but the thing is, there's like hardly any space because it's it must be <laughs> maybe like a forty meter circle, fifty oh meters god. maybe. And then you, it's not like you're running around. It's more of a stagnant. You're moving your body around on your horse more than like. Yeah. Okay, I got. And you. if you think about it, like that would coincide with the Boers when they were fighting the English and all that yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. think about when they were actually fighting it was in close compact you had to move around in the saddle and 
try and defend your body and it makes yeah, sense if you've got a good side to your back. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a, really helps you in terms of your general horse riding and your balance on a horse in terms of how you manoeuvre. That's really, really exactly. cool. When you initially said it, I was thinking literally of people just galloping at each other trying to like pop balloons and stuff i was like oh my god how do people die at this thing <laughs> um but no that's it's like when you used to play tag back in the day when you yeah, were young literally. <laughs> yeah literally that's how i was thinking of it um that's very very cool um yeah i was thinking your your sort of story about how you sort of you know got good got good against so far as the hand-eye coordination there's a fun thing was obviously over here um games became games through Prince Philip um, himself who's, yes, who, yes. who made it all um, but the, the kind of bit about how how he came up with this idea um, isn't really I don't think it's really anyone really knows but I thought I think that I think it's meant to originate from the army over here and they do these kind of things like we do now in games you know like these you know picking up stuff and you know doing doing sort of jousty things and things like that and I think that's meant to be the inspiration behind how games kind of became an actual thing that people do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's sort of a similar thing, like, you know, all those kind of hand-coordination things. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it is incredible. Like, the top ride in the sport and people that are naturally good at it, like, our hand-eye coordination is, uh, is so good. Like, we, we, I don't think none of us quite realise how good we are at times with our, with our hands in terms of, yeah. in terms of things. It is it's been very, very cool. Um, Let's go through, I mean, what what are your favourite races to do? Let's go through that. What, what, in the whole of games, what would you say your favourite races? You can put your own like South African ones that you've done over the years that aren't actually uh, in the kind of international stage, but go for it. Um, I, th- I reckon that's. Mm, I like the vaulting. I like sock and buckets. Sock and buckets always good fun. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Swords and balloon pop for sure. Yeah. Do you like hitting those changes? Yeah. Yes. Learn from that. And litter is great when you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> if you awesome. don't miss the litter, then you then it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those satisfying ones, but that can be really annoying if you don't if you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. We touched on pony training just now. And I know that Josh is, I mean, in my opinion, you're pretty well known for your pony training. You have like a sort of Western take to all of that, yeah, which I think um, is kind of di- different for South Africa where most people are riding like sort of English riding. Yeah, I must say that when I, when I saw Josh, I because I didn't know who he was at the time, I presumed he was from New Zealand because he rode that same similar way to not have the New Zealanders ride. Mm-hmm. So, and then also I found out that you were South African. So I originally thought you were from New Zealand. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I was, I rode, when I was young, I rode dressage for six years and that was my foundation. And then I went to jumping and experimenting and then I found myself, I wanted to try the Western and Western was really small here. So as we do today, I YouTubed a whole bunch of videos, watched a bit of stuff and uh, started sort of ex- experimenting and then uh my coach at the time uh paul parker he uh we started really just learning about western and um then we started <clears throat> competing and so on but now we've started uh fusion horsemanship which is um 
we're trying to educate people on the softer way of working with horses because this it's very hard in South Africa. They they tend to have a hard hand, um, and there's just softer ways to work with a horse and get results where the horse will do it willingly instead of forced to do it. So we've we've been doing that, but um, the western is. I like the Western because you can you you're breaking your horse down into parts. So you want to control the front end, which is the head and shoulders with your reins, and you want to control the hind quarter with your legs, which makes complete sense with me. And then what you do is you just take less and less hand in Western until you're riding obviously on a drape and you've got that nice long rein and your horse's head is on the ground and you can do everything at any speed. So essentially, if you think about it, it's the same as games. You want to be able to use your hands. You want to, they must react on your weight and how you move and where your legs tell them to go. So it's, it's all, I think, even in the UK, everyone, the, the foundation is all the same. The aids are all still the basic aids. So it's just fine tuning it to, to work. For, for what you wanted to do. But I must say the Irish taught me uh, a hell of a lot about games. Like I learned so much from Jake and uh, Ben and the whole O'Connor family. Um, so I can't, I must say I wouldn't be where I am today without their help. Um, but they, the way they school is also so similar to the way I was schooling anyway. And then you just fine tune it and change small things that work for you. And uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a, it's sort a of match there, really, because obviously the O'Connors are quite well known for similarly good riding and bringing on horses. So the fact that you ended up with them is kind of perfect for you, really. Good match. But that's, that's, that's where yeah. this is where a lot of um, British riding. Uh, in games is 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 not going in the right direction in my eyes because I think in the younger ones because we start so young here you know people are doing games when they're three or four years old and everything becomes about games and I think so many people forget you actually need to learn to ride a horse and ride it well and learn learn these things like I know nothing about western riding don't get me wrong I'm like you know but it's just that sort of simple thing of riding and then if you, it, your whole story about how you just you know you you'd watch things and you learn things I think like, barely anyone does that over here and I think they need to. And I, I think it can really help in terms of furthering both as a rider in the games world, but also just generally as your knowledge of the horses. I think that's something that really yeah. that people do. Um, so that's quite an inspirational story, really, for and I think people should follow that advice. How did you end yeah. up with the O'Connors? So uh, I went to Ireland to work and... Uh, but you wouldn't have gone to Ireland uh, if you was, went, um, going for games. No, yeah. I just wanted to work to get out of uh, South Africa and see what it was out like over other places. <laughs> and uh, Ireland is a very nice country and lets you in without a visa <laughs> if you're South African for <laughs> three months. So uh, I went over there and uh, I, I didn't end up working. It was more volunteer things, but um, like working for your lodge or food and whatever. Um, so I worked in, I think it was Longford uh, for a month. And then I didn't like the lady I was working for. Didn't get along with her. Just didn't like how the whole dynamic was. 
And uh, so I started looking around on the internet, found another yard to go work at or through uh, workaways. So I just went and worked some ponies at uh, in um, Limerick. And uh, I reckon uh, those ponies also teach you how to stay on the ones I ended up riding. <laughs> but um, then I was looking, I asked everyone about games, obviously, because... I'd been competing this side and I wanted to see, but it was always about an hour bus trip away. So I just never came round. I was just outside the area in Ireland where everyone was competing. And uh, my mom actually got in contact with Trish and asked, because she's the head of, or was pretty high up in the uh, Irish mountain games. So Trish then said she'll ask around and she chatted to her family and they said uh, they'd be willing to host me for the last month I'm allowed to be there. And uh, then I went there and I started working and then pretty much just started falling in and playing some games and practicing work riding and mucking out stables. Then uh, ended up competing and I came back. I think it was Irish camps was the competition we did just before um, I came back after the first trip. Um, but the ponies over there were so much faster than the ponies over here, so I couldn't bolt for shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept, like, getting dragged completely every single time. It was it was hilarious. And also the way the O'Connors like to bolt is maybe not the same way everyone else bolts. So I had to adjust to the way they like to vault and teach their ponies to vault. And um, so after that, I came back for two months and I spoke to the O'Connors and they said they would host me for another three months while I compete and everything. And I got into the Worlds team. So um, I also organized that I would use one of their ponies and then I came back and Compete, and that was 2019. <laughs> cool, man. Are you yeah. are you hoping to come back this year, or maybe next year? Maybe, uh, I'm only going to be able to come next year, right? So, but what's good is business and everything's going well this side, making some money. So, I'll be able to come over next year, right? Good, For good. sure. Uh, I think um, I think I think these guys yeah. are hoping you'd be able to like try and sneak over this year. <laughs> for the world team yeah no no they, they're on my case but uh <laughs> you know, i have to be patient gonna have to be patient <laughs> that's it well maybe not everyone's year, got the, uh, and, the big year for south africa next year i said that i think that next year maybe that next year will be the big year for south africa then for world teams hopefully hmm. where is it hopefully oh that would be nice france again i think france yeah yeah be great to have a South African team in a World Team Day final. That'd be that'd be a good aim to to aim for, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, international competition would be sick. That would be good. That would be really cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that's a really good insight. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of any other points to bring up. I think we've gone some good ones here. I think it would be interesting to learn a bit about sort of your situation back in South Africa, Josh. Like, so we know you're in the Western Cape, but like keeping ponies there for you as opposed to keeping ponies here. I know where I was in South Africa was like, I was lucky enough to have like at the stable yard and have grooms and stuff. I think you have ponies at your house. Um, 
how does that all work? I don't know if he's there, if the connection's gone. So, yeah, so basically, um, I run my uh, my own little yard, and uh, in the same town, my mom has had her riding school, small-scale riding school, and her ponies that we went through and went into the riding school. But it's in the same town, and uh, I have my little yard. I have uh, my apartment, tech room, and so on, and then my dogs and cats. And uh, I rent uh, a stable block, really, and a pretty nice big arena, sand arena, and then two fields that uh, now during the rain that's coming in, hopefully, um, we're going to get some nice grass. And uh, then we then we don't need a fidge because they haven't. Um, they are not. No, it's all posh back here. Yeah. I don't have any <laughs> have any grooms. You're looking at my groom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the connection was was fighting with, with us there. <laughs> it did. I think I think we got we we got it though. <laughs> yeah, they got the punch. Yeah, that's the gist of it. <laughs> it's the South African Wi-Fi, you know. It's, it's not. It's not up to it. <laughs> that's actually facts. The internet is like hella slow. Proper bad in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So next year you're gonna come over, or you Emmy to come over for like six months or something, hopefully, for a season. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. I'd like to compete for the season again. Um. I think what particularly what these these two have found with being over here is um and they're doing better now is the whole tactical side of of games when you're riding at top level like you know it, it's all good just being good but you've got to have you've got to work out that that kind of right games brain kind of thing and you don't get that unless you are competing every week so hopefully you'll find a similar thing as well when you're competing week in week out so the question is though because obviously Carl and Tom is it's basically their own South African team so I mean, how are you going to break the news to Mason or Holly that one of them's got to make a Josh next year? <laughs> That's a good question, boys. <laughs> we can take it in turns to like sit out and do equipment for one or something. Like Six rounder team with feeding door. That's it. Sorry. I don't mind finding me a little team on the side, you know? Let me <laughs> squeeze into it. You'll find yourself a bit on the side. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> um, cool. I mean, what about you, lads? Do you want to talk about the weekend coming? Yeah. I think if, if Joshua is still on the call, you must put off his camera. I think it might help because it keeps breaking up, and then it's going to break up our call as well. All right, I will be listening to you. Yeah, you can still <laughs> talk. You can talk when you want, but I think the the, the connection video is sounds better now. Better. Now you move your camera. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, it's gonna cut soon. Yeah, luckily it didn't. It didn't cut too early, like too early whilst we're talking about most of the stuff. So that's quite good. Yeah. 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 Cool. So we're gonna move on to what? Yeah. But uh, UK Masters. Cool. Um, yeah, UK Masters. I mean, I don't. What 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 horses are you guys taking for starters? <laughs> Our main team. We're Our taking team. the A team. <laughs> A team. So I feel like last weekend was like an experiment at a new A team because you brought all the speed. It's definitely, definitely, in my opinion, last weekend is, is, is the A team. So you're going same same horses again? No, I'm right. I'm back on Star. Cool. Maybe back on Ritz. Mason's back on Lady. Right. Colin and Holly don't have other ponies. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. 
Um, and Holly's riding, is she as well? Yeah. Yep. So you got full team. That's good. Um, so I, was just, I, was, I don't really know who who is going really because I'm gonna have a look. On, is it on the scoreboard yet? Yeah, sure it is. It's not, I don't think it's a very well attended one. I know Sussex were looking for a rider on Facebook, so I don't know which of them aren't riding. I think I know. Sus- I think a few of Sussex are on their second ponies, but they're still good second mm-hmm. ponies. So I'm sure. Also, Staffordshire and LFE that are good. Yeah, yeah. Stars. Uh, I wonder why um, Alex, because I know Alex Edwards is riding with Sussex. I wonder why he's not in Leicester Forest um, East. Drama. Who knows? That might, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe that's some drama there. Um, I'm sure the Brecon teams might be quite good because the Brecon teams didn't come to didn't come to British Champions, so I presume they'd be on their main courses. Yeah, um, they're into four teams, I think. Yeah, yeah, they've got a lot of teams. Um, then the Royal Berkshire team is obviously not us because we're not there. <laughs> it's actually Dion and uh, Junior team riding up. Um, but they should be they should be decent still. Um, I would I would imagine Northumberland would be on the main pony just because they were the only ones that didn't bring the main ones last last week. Um, so maybe Northumberland would be the favourites for it. But I think you guys have got a good chance of competing for this one um, yeah. for sure. If you don't make the A final, I'll definitely be telling you all off. <laughs> this, is, this is this is this is one for you guys definitely to push on and uh, cracking that A final for. It's quite an exciting one with the. The different race format. Defo, uh, do you want? Are you? Do you want to reveal who's doing what individuals, or do you want to keep that a secret? Yeah. Yeah. Who's your Who's your individual for the final then? Mason. Mason. Is, it, is that is it sword and tire for the final still? Or is it different? No, it's now? different. I think it's there's three: it's litter, socking bucket, and mug shuffle. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mason's quite good at mug. Touch wood. Yeah, he's better at mug than me. Pretty probably pretty even at talking. I can't do lids around star. So I think it's the obvious choice. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, that'll be an interesting one. Um, how are you guys feeling about it? Are you confident? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. Apollo went the best he's ever. Well, I don't know about that. He's, he went well last weekend. He's gone. He's gone well. Um, the last couple actually, hasn't he? The worst he's been ever was at Newark. For what? I think it was spring. No, I don't know. Was that Newark? It was yeah, yeah, spring champs. So now you're was... back at Newark, and he's going to be he's going to be better now. I hope so. Cool man. But I'm 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 not even too worried about this, and I'm now starting to stress about individuals since you since you put up the the draw on the scoreboard. <laughs> I saw that my three sessions are like all right. I think I only have like one or two difficult riders mm-hmm. in each one. Oh, okay. And I was like, I just got to. So you're kind of thinking maybe you can sneak in there for the semis. Is that, is that your aim? Oh, that's the aim. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, really... I think it's just um, because Carl, you've got a, you've got a fast horse. I think you've just got to just don't worry about the, don't worry about the racing and just focus on yourself and getting things right because you know you've got the speed. I've already so, messaged Bella and I was like, listen, <laughs> she said she's gonna she's gonna hook me up. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, that's, that's it. Me and Jack aren't, aren't competing. That's it. Um, so yeah, so she's not training anyone else. So um, cool, cool. She'll, she'll be free with my uh, leg situation, which is not ideal. Um, but I'm getting a new cast on tomorrow. Apparently, that's exciting. Are you in a half cast at the moment? I am, yeah. Uh, and then I'm getting a new one on tomorrow. And apparently, I might be able to be weight bearing quite soon on that one. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, 
bit of news. My sister, who I don't talk about on the podcast, she's only recently started riding. Um, but yeah, she fell off her horse, had her first fall the other day. She's only just started. <laughs> she broke her sacrum or something, like joints oh just God. above your coccyx. Yeah. So she's she's also yeah. her first fall. Spent two two days in hospital. Fuck. <laughs> Didn't play around, eh? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. Not ideal. Not ideal. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything else we want to talk about or should we sign it off there, do you think, guys? I think we need some strategy tips from Josh for this next weekend. Yeah, go on then, Josh. <laughs> how, how, so how are they going to ride? So, so the, the, his team, this team, so Mazanzi, they started the season straight into the A final at one, a pretty tough show. You know, got in there, and then since then they've dipped down and they've been stuck in the B final since. So, what, what's your advice for them? No, they're gonna have a comeback, comeback for sure, hundred percent. Comeback swinging, I reckon. That's my prediction. And uh, the tips, I reckon the boys got it. Don't worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Oh, there you are, boys. You got you got top tips there. Boy. <laughs> All the way from home. Oh, God. Give us some motivation here, Josh. Come on, boy. Give us how, how are we going to ride the session to win? Are we going to, are we going to, you're going to, you're going to, you have to ride fast and don't miss. Do you want us to koi millies? Yeah, you must not koi millies, mommy. You must ready them. Uh, he's talking Afrikaans. He said, you must ready them. You must ride the thing. <laughs> yeah. You must koi fast. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's great awesome stuff awesome stuff cool I'm well, a... I reckon the boy, yeah, I believe in you you got to do it <laughs> and then I think next week we have uh, Shropshire South on the podcast oh cool well the whole we, team it should be I, well, I've put it the whole team if they want to come on they can it's going to be a bit of a difficult one juggling everyone on a Zoom call and everyone talking over each other yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely set out that one. You guys can manage without me because there's going to be too many voices anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if they'll all join, so we'll see what happens. That'll be good. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Sick. Thanks for having me on, guys. Lekker, bro. Nice to see you, Josh. Been a while. Yeah. See you all uh, soon, soon. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see you next season. Yes. Yes, but, um, for sure. Sorry, I'll, make it, I'll make it happen. Class, class, mate. Uh, All right, catch you in a bit. All right. Cheers, Josh. Good luck, eh? (laughs) Shots. Don't forget to raid you, then. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Cheers, boys. Cheers, mate. See you in a bit. Oh, guys, this is going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> I know. Your, I saw your face every time he started cutting out, like, ah! <laughs>